Hi there. Welcome to the Calm Podcast, combining academia and life with Marilyn. My name is Marilyn Ritchie, and I have been a mentor and a scientist for 15 years, and I wanted to find a platform to reach more of the academic community than I interact with at my own university. My goal is to give you strategies and ideas for how to achieve harmony between work and life. Sit back, relax, and let's achieve harmony together. Hey there, this is Marilyn. Welcome back to another episode of the Calm Podcast, combining academia and life with Marilyn. It is great to be back again this week and talking to all of you. I took last week off from the podcast, um, a lot going on with the Black Lives Matter movement and the death of George Floyd the death of Brianna Taylor. It's just been a lot of heaviness going on in life right now, and I needed some time to be quiet and reflect and learn. I am spending a good bit of time now educating myself on being anti-racist and how I can be a better ally to my friends and my community. So last week was a lot of time for reflection, and it's the start of a long education journey for me. But during that time, I also thought a lot about what to talk about on the podcast this week. And while I hope to have a podcast about anti-racism sometime later this year, I don't feel educated enough to do that just yet. And so stay tuned for that. Hopefully sometime in the fall, I'll feel more prepared to do that. But right now, the thing I wanted to talk about, which also I feel like is creating a lot of anxiety and challenge for all of us, is navigating the reopening of America, the reopening of our communities, our cities, our states, our towns. And as we transition from government-mandated lockdown and quarantine and stay-at-home orders and shelter-in-place because of the COVID-19 pandemic to kind of a slow opening and transition back to businesses being open and being free to leave our homes, I think there's a lot of feelings that come with that. Some are excitement and happiness and joy. Others are maybe fear and anxiety, stress. There is definitely some frustration and anger with how some things are being reopened. There is maybe some resentment or jealousy or fear of missing out, some FOMO happening when some things are open in some areas and not in others, as well as maybe a little bit of sadness. The quarantining was a challenge, I think, for so many of us, but there also were some beautiful moments being kind of home with your family that uh, you may be feeling a little sad that they're passing now. So... I thought it would be helpful to just talk through 
some of the things that I've been thinking about with this transition and how I am kind of emotionally and mentally and physically trying to prepare myself for this next chapter in 2020. So let's jump right in. Um, One of the first things I think it's really important to just acknowledge and just have first and foremost in the front of your mind is that many of us are going to feel differently from our friends, our family, our work colleagues about the whole spectrum between quarantining and being at home alone with your family to what is considered safe social distancing to the other end of the spectrum, which is being back in crowded places with lots of people. I think each of us is viewing this spectrum with our own lenses on the world. We have our own life experiences that give us the perspective that we hold. We have different situations with our health that would lead us to feel perhaps more comfortable with social distancing or even being in crowds, while for others, their health situation may make them feel a lot more fear and less comfortable and want to continue to stay home. The kind of tendency is to want to encourage everyone to do the same thing. So if you're one of the people who really wants to stay home, you might feel this pull to try to get some of your friends to stay home as well or some of your family members because you may feel better if you see other people doing what you're doing. Similarly, if you are one that's really comfortable being out and about, you might want to kind of encourage and uh, pull your family and friends to come out with you, but they may not be comfortable. And I think we all just have to recognize, much like we all had to figure out how to navigate the quarantine kind of based on our own family situation. I feel like it's the same way now with this reopening. We have to just be kind to one another and have compassion for whatever each of us are going through. I think remembering that the pandemic and the shutdown of the economy was devastating to some families economically, and they may not be very vocal about it. And so you may see people continuing to primarily stay home, not because of stress and anxiety and fear, but more so because they need to financially until their own financial situation improves. So I've been really kind of mentally telling myself to to have compassion for for those who are going out and for those who aren't and recognizing that they're making those choices based on the information they have in their family. Um, a big thing has been for myself, avoiding judgment, uh, whether it's, you know, seeing crowds and thinking that um, it's too soon to have big crowds like that or this idea of still not being comfortable going to the grocery store when I've been going to the grocery store for months. I think avoiding that judgment and just recognizing that each of us has to go through this and walk through this based on our own perspective is 
It's just so important. So just remember that everybody is going through this differently. Be kind, have compassion, and avoid judgment. All right, the next thing that I have been absolutely telling myself over and over and over over the past few weeks is to avoid the fear of missing out. Avoid the FOMO. It is a real thing, this feeling of looking at what other people are doing and just hating the fact that you're missing out on what they're doing. It is also not a helpful emotion. The fear of missing out is one of the ways that we compare our lives to other people. And if you've been listening to my podcast, you know that in general, I think comparison is a bad thing. Um, Unless you're using comparison to motivate you, it's not helpful. Comparison can generally just make you feel less than, not enough, not worthy, not good enough, and it's just not helpful. I am definitely hearing from friends and colleagues, as well as seeing on social media, a lot of uh, comparison and people missing out or having the, the fear of missing out, certainly in fun things. So in the state of Pennsylvania, where I live, some states opened weeks ago. And the county that I live in just opened on Friday. And we just went to the yellow phase, which is like a, a only some things are open. It's still pretty restrictive. But I have friends that live in other counties across the state that they've been back in stores and restaurants for weeks. And I definitely have had moments where I'm so jealous and envious that they've been back to what looks like a more normal existence. They are still social distancing and they're still wearing masks, but man, I just, I want to be able to do that too. And I was definitely feeling a bit jealous, but then kind of recognizing that it's not safe yet, or it wasn't safe yet in the county that I live in to do those things. And so while... I did have a sense of missing out. I also had to recognize that there's an important reason why we were still missing out. Um, Similarly with work, some people are back to work in person. That could be making you feel jealous and, and disappointed because you would like to be back working in person. Or maybe you're, you know, still working at home and You have friends that are going to work and they're really jealous that you're still working at home. Again, I think just we all have to own where we are with what is happening in our personal lives, what's happening with our employment, and not let the comparison with what other people are doing, you know, weigh too heavily on us or take too much of our mind energy because it's really just not helpful. The last thing related to this, I would say, is in regards to travel. Um, I think some people are very comfortable getting back on airplanes and traveling around the world for business or for pleasure, while others are saying they may never feel comfortable on an airplane again. Wherever you are in that space, just own it and 
don't allow yourself to dwell too much on what your friends are doing or your colleagues. If they're comfortable getting on planes and you're not, that's okay. And that does mean that you cannot do the things they're doing, such as, you know, going to some exotic location, but that's okay. You are making a choice to be safe for yourself and they are making a choice that they feel is safe for themselves and either one is okay. So whatever you can do to just own the space you're in and avoid the FOMO, I think you will be much happier for it. Okay, the next thing that I have spent a lot of time thinking about lately is empathy. I think it is something that is so important right now with everything going on in the world and recognizing that this pandemic has been really difficult for some people and less difficult for others. And this transition going back to being open and back to work could be a blessing for some and really difficult for others. The financial burden that happened through the pandemic for some people, as well as those who are at really high risk for uh, severe COVID-19 if they become infected with the SARS-CoV-2 virus, Um, some people who lost a lot in the pandemic or who continue to have childcare or elder care issues, those who've been completely alone this whole time and are now able to go back out into the world and be around other people. There's just so many different things happening in different people's lives that I think flexing our empathy muscles right now is just essential to understand where people are coming from. Some of us are blessed, and um, I know I certainly feel like this quarantining period for our family has been a really great reminder about slowing down and spending time together as a family, preparing meals at home instead of having food on the run or getting takeout all the time. The kids did not have their sports to go to. I was not traveling all over the place for business. We have been home for the better part of three months now. And while early on it was really difficult, at this point it feels normal. And it, it's it been really wonderful. And I, I'm actually a little bit sad to go back to being kind of busy in the hustle and bustle of regular life. At the same time, I have friends and colleagues that have had a really hard time being home all this time. They live alone or they have a lot of roommates or they are taking care of people and this kind of not being able to go into their regular job or not being able to have daycare or elder care has been really, really hard. So as much as I can, I've been trying to view the world through their lenses, not all day, but just take moments to 
understand and appreciate what other people are going through. So if they are not so excited to um, go back to the office or, or that they are so excited to go back to the office, either one of those reactions to what's happening is okay and is normal and is just based on what their experience has been over this last bit of time. So if you're super comfortable and excited to be back out in the world, that is wonderful. If your friends or work colleagues are not, that's okay. Try not to push them too much. They'll get there. At the same time, if you're one of those people who really still wants to be at home and you're not comfortable yet, that's okay. And that's normal. And if you have friends or colleagues who are back out in the world, that's okay. Don't judge them. Have empathy for them. Maybe they have had a really hard time being at home and they couldn't wait to get back out. Let them be out. It, it doesn't affect you that they're out. So whether you're looking at the world through one set of lenses or another, focusing on our empathy for one another is going to really go a long way towards um, feeling better about what's happening in the world right now. So as I've been mentally processing these things, one of the things that I have noticed has been really important for me is checking in with myself. I do this daily. I do this weekly. I've been journaling about it a bit, and it's interesting to see how my perspective on things change, you know, day to day and week to week. The questions that I would suggest asking yourself is, what feels right to you? What feels right to you today? What do you feel comfortable with today? Where is your comfort level with various activities? Um, as an example uh, that just happened for me this weekend, uh, the pool that we belong to, it's a private pool, opened on Friday. And on Saturday, we had planned to go to the pool. And on Saturday, I wasn't comfortable. I wasn't ready. I was nervous about it being too crowded. I was anxious about whether to wear a mask or not while you're sitting on a pool deck. And I just decided it, it just doesn't feel right. So why would I push and go? There's no reason. I don't have to go. It, I'm not getting paid to go. It wasn't a job. It was supposed to be a fun activity. And if it wasn't feeling fun to me at that moment, I just, we didn't go. Then on Sunday morning, I woke up and I felt very comfortable about it. And I can't explain to you what changed between Saturday and Sunday. Nothing was really very different except for my comfort level. And so that check-in with yourself just helps you make a decision about what your day is going to look like. I think it's important to not let peer pressure drive you to make choices that you'll later regret. Um, I had a lot of friends that went to the pool on Saturday and I definitely had a moment of, oh, I should just go. And then I thought, you know what? If something 
bad happens if the kids get sick or if I get sick and I went because other people pushed me, then there would be resentment and anger and I'd be mad at them because we got sick. And that's not okay. I have to own what we're doing. And I didn't feel comfortable and so we didn't do it. And so I think balancing where you are with and thinking through, like, is this decision that I'm making based on fear and a fear that is real and important to listen to and you should abide by that fear? Or is it coming from a fear that isn't real and what you need is some encouragement from your friends or family members to get over that fear to then go and do something? And that's a hard question to ask. Is the fear real or is it perceived? And is it valid or is it just your mind kind of making you fearful of something you don't need to be fearful of? That's something that only you can decide. And I think it's important to not let that peer pressure drive you to make the wrong choice. But if you need that encouragement to make a choice that that may be the right choice for you, I mean, sometimes our friends can be a great encouragement. And this is a very delicate balance between what is right and not right for you right now as we go through this transition. So just check in with yourself and just follow your instinct. If you feel like it's the right thing for you and your family, you should absolutely do it. If you feel like it is the wrong choice, then just don't do it and just own that feeling and just explain that you're just not comfortable doing that today. And maybe tomorrow when you check in with yourself, you'll feel better about it. The last thing that I want to talk about today is a reminder, and this is as much for myself as it is for all of you. It's to make the core five essentials a priority right now. So if you listened to episode three of the Calm podcast, you have already heard me talk about this, but in case you haven't, I will recap them for you. The core five essentials are these basic necessities of life that I think are just essential to our health and well-being. And they are drinking plenty of water, getting enough sleep, eating nutritious foods, making sure that we get movement or exercise as many days of the week as possible, and connection with other people. We are meant to be connected and around people that we love And that's so important, especially when we're in such a stressful, anxiety-provoking time as really, quite frankly, the year 2020 has been just in so many ways. It's just been a really challenging year. We're halfway through and I am an optimist and I am so hopeful that the second half of the year brings about less challenge than the first half. And I'm trying to really take that growth mindset that we learn and we grow through hard things and through challenge. And so my hope is that this first half of 2020 being so challenging has been an opportunity for all of us to grow and become better versions of ourselves, though 
There are definitely days that that mindset is so hard to have because it's been a rough year. But in the second half of the year, hopefully things will turn around and be more positive and be better. The core five essentials are critical for our physical and mental health. And our physical and mental health is so important to get through all of this that we're going through. Between the pandemic and the police brutality that is now being protested and um, in some areas it has led to just a lot of um, discomfort and uh, just scary situations in some of the big cities around the country. If you watch the news at all, it's just very, very stressful. And while kind of watching the world go through all of these challenging things, it is very easy to forget to take care of ourselves. And self-care is so important when life is hard. We have to take care of ourselves. We can't take care of others if we ourselves are not well. We need to be physically and mentally strong to take care of other people and to pour into the work and the community things that we want to participate in. And so right now, more than ever, making sure that we're getting plenty of sleep, that we are eating nutritious foods and drinking water, not allowing ourselves to run on junk food and caffeine and alcohol, um, movement, even if it's just going for a walk, which is about all that I've been able to bring myself to do this past two weeks or so. But these daily walks are just giving me time in the fresh air, time in the sun, time to be mentally quiet and just center myself. And taking time to connect with loved ones. Now that some of the stay-at-home measures have been lifted, you could actually go and see some loved ones. We have definitely done that, and we're looking forward to more of that later in the month. If you are still not comfortable being around other people, remember to call, text, have a video call with someone that you love. Those connections are really important. They will make us feel grounded. They'll make us feel whole, and they will give us a space to be stronger to then go out into the world and do the other work that we're trying to do for our families and for our communities. With that, I am going to wrap up for today. I know that this year has been a weird one. And as we go into this next phase of um, America reopening and getting back to work for those who are going back into work, there's going to be a whole new set of challenges. You know, what is daycare going to look like? What will schools look like? When will elder care uh, communities reopen for visitation? All of these things will bring about challenges. And so as much as you can to take care of yourself, be compassionate and kind to those around you, it'll go a long way towards your kind of mental sanity in going through all of this. Um, the last thing that I just want to ask is um, if you like the podcast, if you could please go and subscribe to it on whatever platform you use, um, tell your friends about it. 
If you want to send some feedback, I would appreciate that. You could send feedback on Twitter. The handle is at the calm podcast. You can also send feedback by email. You can send it to thecalmpodcast.feedback at gmail.com. Feel free to leave comments on the podcast providers. If you could rate and subscribe, that will help the podcast become um, higher up in the search and it'll help more people find the podcast. So I would really appreciate that. So with that, I'm going to wrap up. Take care. Have a good week and we will talk to you next time. You've just listened to another episode of The Calm Podcast. I hope that some of the strategies that I talked about are helpful to you in your journey through academia and life. As they say, it's not all about the destination. It's about the journey. Let's make it a great one. Until next time.